Welcome to Register, uh, a new podcast on architecture from Kingston University. My name is Andrew Clancy, I'm Professor of Architecture here. And my name is Eleanor Suits, I'm the Head of the Department of Architecture and Landscape. And so, as an introduction to this podcast, we thought it might be good to just talk through what it's for, who it's for, why we're doing it. Yeah. Um, I guess the instinct from my side comes from that so much good things happen inside the School of Architecture, which are hard to capture and which we should share, both for our students who can't make the events, but also for the broader community of practice which we are related to. And for people who are uh, thinking about coming and studying with us to understand some of the culture of the school and the conversations that we are regularly having in our, in our community. Yeah, no, it's true. It's, kind of, it's, it's, an, it's an interesting thing where obviously the lectures, they're a kind of a formal site for people to show their work. And it's kind of interesting because there's a certainty about a lecture which is, yeah, it's, 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 it doesn't leave a lot of room for a discursive investigation of how somebody ends up somewhere. And I guess what I kind of hope about it is that we can have interviews with people whereby they might be a little bit less about the actual substance of the work and maybe more about how they ended up there, why they ended up there, which again is interesting for a prospective student because you see the humanity behind the the discipline effectively, you know, the stories that are embedded in the work of those who are in the and, field. And the conversation that the, the practitioner has had with themselves and their developing practice in, in getting to the end point of a, of a proposal of a building, which is what gets presented through a lecture, but the, that kind of internal conversation or the conversation with, with their clients and their kind of co-professionals is sometimes not uh, presented as thoroughly in a lecture. No, it's true. It's hard to, I guess. And I think it's, um, I think the other thing I'd hope to do is that the diversity of the, of, of what our views in the discipline would get represented. So I'd hope that we would have more than architects practicing in the conventional sense. Obviously we would have a substantial number of very good architects, but I would also hope to be exploring, you know, that some of the core ethoses of the school, I mean, this school is very invested in continuity in architectural culture and a stake to claim for that culture and that engagement with the history of architecture as an ongoing conversation which is an enabling one not some distancing one um, and I guess it would be great if we can make an avenue for people exploring the edges of that field while still informing it. I mean photographers, I mean other people like this. And, and I think our students are very kind of keen to hear those voices to begin to think about how they position themselves in, in the wider context of, of practice and where they might, their own traje trajectories and where they might kind of wind up um, in, their, in their own careers. Yeah, because I think, that, I think that's interesting. And again, as a student, I didn't fully understand that, but because architecture is always called into being by forces outside itself, technically, those people in the world who make a space for architecture to happen, they're so valuable for us to meet and talk to. And actually, frequently, they have a passion for architecture in excess of most architects because they're the ones kind of selflessly making a space for things to happen. I mean, policymakers, I mean, even certain developers but also certain types of radical practitioner who are actually simply producing knowledge for people to feed off, you know. And our, and our end students are used to having conversations with us who are also architects and become familiar with the dialogue of how to talk to another architect about architecture and about the intentions of a project, but beginning to think about how to, the language of other people that they might be working with in the, in the kind of wider um, sector 
um, is is really critical that the motivations mm. of, of other people and the and the kind of variety of different uh, uh, stakeholders that they might be working with. Yeah, that makes sense. And I think uh, the other thing that strikes me as we're speaking now is that different people in the school, including students, should be empowered to kind of ask us if they have a specific person that they'd like to interview and have as part of this series. I mean, it should be an open door, right? You know, that we will obviously be doing initial ones ourselves to get it going. But our aspiration is that it be more generous. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And, and, I mean, in the past, in our evening lectures, we've we've wanted students to kind of contribute kind of suggestions and then they have at points and that's something that we'd, we'd really like to encourage uh, for, for our future lectures. Yeah, I think that would be good. It's hard to ask questions at the end of a lecture, I find. But sometimes if you can get comfortable with somebody in a room, you can actually end up in very interesting places which you would never have thought initially to ask. I mean, the conversation as a site for the production of knowledge, I mean, it's intrinsic to architecture, you know, conversations about things and and it is the process that we use to design with design is a conversation yeah it's a conversation with ourselves with with colleagues in in developing knowledge and developing ideas that, that we kind of intrinsically understand that kind of iterative and reflective backwards and forth whether it's with another or whether it's with our own work our own drawings our own models that we make and I think the, the last thing I suppose just to touch on is that we're setting a theme for the school for the next few years, which is of dwelling in the periphery. And it comes from our observation that we really value our location slightly outside the centre of London, but yet close enough to it that we can observe it at a distance and be part of it. And the idea of dwelling in the periphery is about what we see as our ambition for our role in a broader society, which is that we observe that dwelling isn't really about housing, it's about, I think that you're dwelling somewhere if you're, say, on a park bench and you slip into reverie. Mm. I think if there's space for reverie or for daydreaming, then there's space for dwelling. And it's the creation of context for that act. And I guess it might be an aspiration for the school that rather than being strategic or being planners for the periphery that we might be dreamers about it and for it and kind of trying to find a space for marginal or peripheral voices which we value because so frequently in architecture we find that it's the people at the edges of things with resistance who've managed to kind of hang in there and find a place for themselves seemingly against the kind of conventions of what economics might dictate that are really the people who transform the discipline and so I guess this theme of dwelling at the periphery is going to be a subtext to everything we're doing, I guess. Yeah. But the kind of relationship between, I think as you were just indicating, between the strategic, which the kind of periphery kind of implies, the, the relationship to the centre, how, how things connect, and, and the detail, the moment of, of dwelling, the moment of someone being in a space, mm -hmm. and bringing those two things together is, I think, something that we're... Have, it's part of the kind of continuity of the school yeah. and, and that interest in, in the moment of dwelling, in the quality of a room, in the quality of, a, of, a, of an urban square, in the, in the route through a space, in the connection between the in interior and the landscape are kind of real concerns of, of the school and, and that, that relationship of thinking about those moments in connection with 
a kind of strategic and wider view in relation to notions of the periphery yeah. is very interesting. No, that's interesting, and I mean it, it, that's why we value the presence of landscape in the architecture discipline here, which is that I just love how landscape designers think about scale and strategy. You know, I can't work at the scale of one to twenty thousand, but regularly I see my colleagues being able to operate at that level. And time, the scale yeah. of time that landscape architects work with, that the for architects the moment of practical completion when you might get the photographers in is is a kind of is a really early point in a landscape architecture project the the kind of point of completion mm. well is never because it, yeah. it can it, but the point at which um, the landscape architect visualizes a, a maturity of their of their proposal is is often years into the future and it's those time scales that there that those very long time scales a very long time scale of time that the landscape architects are, are thinking about and I find that completely intriguing. You know what I'm saying here. So I guess that's the ambition and that's the context. I think we've kind of covered yeah. most of it, yeah. So what we hope is that, you know, um, this will become uh, an occasional but regular appearance from this one every few weeks. And that people, well, subscribe and listen and give us some feedback. But also people closer to us in the school feel empowered to own this a bit, take charge of it and guide it to where it ends up because we don't know where it's going to go. All we hope is that it produces some new conduit for the credible voices in this school to find expression in the world. So Yeah, absolutely. And many of our speakers um, this semester have, have been invited by um, colleagues from across the school um, who are then also participating in their crits and the kind of other conversations that are happening in the school. So, great. Thanks very much. That's great. Thank you.